0: We're all going to die, and I'm wearing my mother's underwear.
1: I don't know where that's from.
0: It's Grease too.
1: This is the re-education of (laughs) Hazel's heart. Welcome to the re-education of Hazel Tart. That's me! I grew up as a sheltered pastor's kid where most secular entertainment wasn't allowed. Fifteen years later, this queer 30-something is finally asking to be educated on all the things I don't know. (laughs) So, uh, today we have Precious Envy here. Ah, It's me! Hello! Thanks for joining again. Hello. So, Grease 2. Grease 2. Now, what I know of the Grease franchise, I've seen stage productions... Of, like, the musical Grease. Um, I don't think I've ever seen the movie Grease.
0: The thing is, the stage version of Greece is, is very different. No, it's oh, different no, from the movie. Really? The stage version gives, it's not just, what's the movie Grease really focuses on the Danny Sandy love mm-hmm meet up their love story which is the uh living in john and john travolta for those that don't know who i'm talking about um the stage version is more all the kids kind of have a song right like greased lightning which is which is danny's song in the movie is actually Kanicki's song on the stage play um because i saw a revival back in the oh, early 2000s i want to say um when it was touring san francisco and that was when um the guy from american idol the guy with the gray hair tyler something he was i think the fourth or fifth one to win american idol oh i had a big um, push on him he was playing the teen angel okay. in this run of of greece that was touring okay so i saw him in the show that was, that was whatever Hell. um but um <clears throat> but the staging was more of everyone kind of got a song and mm-hmm. there were a lot of songs that got cut for into the movie that came in the 70s okay. and they focused it more on the gr- Sandy Danny story um, cuz even it there was less moments... of an ensemble yeah it was more of an ensemble between the T birds stage. and the pink yeah. ladies cuz they all kind of had their moments it wasn't just a focal point on Sandy and Danny um, and I know the revivals of Grease added in Hopelessly Devoted to You into the show because that was written for the movie. Got it.
1: W- wait, so which came first? The, the, m- the movie or the musical? Or the, the musical s- came The first. stage musical? The and musical- then they made a movie of it. Then they made a movie because okay. it because
0: it was a successful stage show. Yeah. They made a movie of it, changed it. And <clears> because <throat> the movie was such a success, then they, they made a sequel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So this sequel I've heard is a very, like, cult classic, which is very much your wheelhouse.
0: It is my wheelhouse. It's my wheelhouse very much. I, I feel Grease 2 is one of those movies. There's a few movies I think, I, don't, I guess I would say polarizing. I guess polarizing would be a good word. Uh-huh. Where I know people who really love it uh-huh. or really hate it. Okay. I don't know anyone that's in the middle of it's all right. Like yeah, I can go either way. Yeah, It either makes you be like, it's nothing like grease. I don't like this movie or be like, I fucking love it for what it is. Right. Oh wait, can we cuss on here? Yes, we can. Okay. Thank you. Oh, we sure um, <laughs> well, Also, I
1: feel like, I feel like when something is polar, is that polarizing? It's, it's about the exact, like they, they, they have the exact same points of love and contention. Like they're the same thing, you know, it's, you know, it's like, it's nothing like Greece one and it's like weird and campy. And it's like, somebody will either love the camp or hate the camp. And, and, but like, it's the same things that will give people the strong reaction.
0: And that's what it is. Yeah. It's not the best story. (laughs) Majority of the music is not great. (laughs) Um, it's so over the top in a lot of its nature um, but it still had an all-star freaking cast. Who's in this one? Um, Michelle Fucking Pfeiffer is in this movie. Okay, I know she who is, that is. She is yes. our lead pink lady, Miss Stephanie Zanoni. Uh huh. Ah. I
1: know Michelle Pfeiffer because I watched I Am Sam, uh, in high school. For I, I've never
0: seen I Am Sam. It's
1: fine. It was the first time I. <laughs> it was the first time I saw Michelle Pfeiffer perform, as well as uh, is uh, Sean Penn? Sean Penn. The first time I ever saw Sean Penn perform was "I Am Sam." Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, little known fact he was he was once married to Madonna.
1: Really? Yeah. Uh, "I Am Sam" is also the first time I ever heard any of those Beatles songs that are covered on the soundtrack. That's right. The yep. entire yes, because I know I
0: know uh, yes, because that's the version of "Across the Universe" done by Rufus Wainwright. Yes, that's a great version. So too. good. That's a great. One. So
1: it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm.
0: Who else is in it? Um, the male lead is a man named Maxwell Caulfield. Don't know that person. Yes. okay did you ever see empire records no it's on your list of things you're gonna watch later on yep <laughs> um honestly i don't know what else he's been in but that that's like his like okay. his two things um uh, connie stevens is an in it. She was a well-known actress from the from like the 60s and 70s okay the woman who played frenchie in the first movie does come back to play frenchie in this one oh. um, is she the
1: only one who comes back
0: no, they had like, there were like, there were recurring characters like the principal, the assistant principal, um, a coach. They had these recurring roles that were like, they were characters that were really funny in Greece that they brought back for Greece, too. Got it. Um, and there's like, maybe like a nerd character that you like see again, be like, oh, yeah, he's in it. Um, and let me see, the. There are a few people like um that kinda had like some sort of careers in the eighties, like the guy who was the leader of the T Birds, Adrian Zemed. He went on to he no was idea. on he was on the show called like TJ Hooker with Will Shatner. No idea um, what that is. It's it was an eighties cop show, no one, I was <laughs> watching it. Um but you also had the kind of the dumb blonde role okay. in Grease Two is played by a woman named Lorna Love, who is Judy Garland's other daughter, Liza's sister. Okay. Lorna left. Do you know who Liza is? Do you know who Judy Garland is? Yes, I do. And I learned a couple
1: of years ago that they were related.
0: Oh, my God. Well, now now you know that there's another one. She had two daughters. So there's another one. Yes, Liza and Lorna. Okay. Those are her daughters.
1: Okay. Does does Lorna have a show career like Liza
0: or remotely close? I think she's done She's something gone. not as big like liza got the career yeah um i think lorna wrote a book called like me and my shadows about life with her mother okay. that was turned into i think an abc tv movie at some point in life um that's all
1: wasn't yeah. everything turned into an abc movie
0: a lot of stephen king stuff was yeah. um <sighs> okay okay so <laughs>
1: greece 2 we know the cast. Well, you know the cast. Oh, okay. I don't know the cast. <laughs> I know the uh, cast left and right, yes. <laughs> uh, when did this come out? Like,
0: like how long after Grease 1? I believe Grease came out in, like, came out in like the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, Grease 2 came out in the early 80s. Okay. Um, so it wasn't was trying too trying to long see, after. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that long. Okay, so Grease came out in 1978. Okay. Grease 2 came out in 1982. Okay. So about four years later. Okay. So about four years later, it's the woman who did the choreography for Grease. Mm-hmm is the one who directed Grease 2. So she was brought on board to do Grease 2. Okay. Um, and I, a little known to bit, because one of the last times I saw Grease live in the theater was with the director. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gave us a little, a little fun stories. That's fun. One of them was um, Michelle Pfeiffer got cast in her role in Scarface. Okay. Do-do them watching her dailies of Grease <gasps> 2. That's That's fun. how she got the job. That's because Michelle fun. Pfeiffer is just... A beauty. Yes. She's um, the only reason why I will sit through Maleficent Mistress of Evil if uh, I decide to sit through Maleficent of Evil. Uh, I forgot Michelle that. Michelle Fiverr I forgot that movie existed. Michelle Fiverr can do wrong in my eyes. I love her.
1: Uh, not even Grease 2.
0: Uh, that, where do you think Grease. the love began? <laughs> so, the love affair. The love affair
1: began with Grease 2. Mm-hmm. Um what like, what's the storyline of Grease 2? Like, no spoilers, but...
0: Essentially... Is it just, like, the same high school, different people, or...? Same high school, different people. Okay. Um, The male lead of Maxwell Caulfield, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, is a transfer student, international transfer student. Okay. Back, you know, when schools did that. Um, and his cousin is Sandy. Okay. That was supposed to how they connected that Sandy was the cousin. They so this has been though, it's a few years after Sandy has graduated. He's uh like that. Though so it's pretty much a role reversal of Greece. So in Greece, you have the cute um new, new girl mm-hmm. who pretty much changes to become the to become what the what the what the boy wants. Right. You know, you get you go from regular Sandy to Hot Sandy. Right. The, the black leather said, let me know, you know, you better shape up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see a little bit where Danny tries to become a, like a kind of a, a bookworm in a way to kind of beca- like, you know, when he joins the track team and all that stuff to try to gain her respect. But then he's like throws that all off to be like, back to be his t Bird self. Okay, Grease 2 is kind of the opposite where you have Michael Caulfield falling for Stephanie Zoni, the leader of the Pink Ladies, and he becomes a biker. To win to her win love. Her. Okay. Um, and so it's this whole thing where it's like, he changes who he is for the girl, Got it. which, you know, we don't see that that often. No. And so it's essentially, um, that kind of like, you know, there it's, he wants to be her ideal man. In Got a way. it. Got mm-hmm. it. When did you first see it? Oh God. I was super fucking young. Did you go in theaters? No, no. So back. To, okay. So <laughs> history lesson kids. Yes. Um, my parents taped it off of off of HBO. I think. So back in the day, scandalous. No, that's what you did. I no, know, I, know, I did it all the time. Yeah. So but back, in the, always you know, said, don't do it. Back in the day, um, my parents used to like you know tape movies mm-hmm. off of t off of like hbo showtime next whatever whatever the cable channels were yeah um so you'd get a tape and it had like three movies on it yeah and the I mean, tape have to like fast forward through, and you fast for the first the movie to, get to watch the, the movie you, you want yeah. um or you watch the first movie then you're watching the second movie yeah uh mm-hmm. so my parents had it taped and on the tape it was grease mm-hmm. grease two <laughs> in terms of endearment <laughs> i also don't know that <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to Shirley McLean. that's the only thing i have to worry about that one um and so I would always watch Grease. Uh-huh. Grease 2. Watch Grease 2. So I'd watch them back to back. And over and time, it internet. was... <laughs> no, I'd just stop it right when terms <laughs> of i like, ah! My parents' movie! <laughs> it's about adult stuff! <laughs> um, and then I'd, then I'd always just end up being like fast-forwarding through Grease. And uh-huh. just watching Grease 2. Watching Grease, Grease 2. Watching Grease 2 all the way through. Okay. Uh, and it was just one of those movies where I'm like quoting it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of the things when you find people that loved it like you did, you're like... <gasps> You love it too. Yay. <laughs> it's like a bonding moment. It's one of yeah. those, mo- it's one of those films that because it's so polarizing that when you do find people that enjoy it, you're like, oh, yep. sisters, brothers. Thank you. <laughs> my, people. <laughs> my, my people. I found my, I found my people. I, I had, uh, it played in, um, and every time it plays in the movie theater, I try to go to watch it. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, it's one of the things being like, am I ever going to see the movie theater again? So it played at the Castor Theater. It was, I think, uh, on a one weekend and I took my friend to see it with me. And there was, we went to an earlier screening. So there's hardly anyone in the theater. Perfect. Um, Perfect. We watched it. And when we left, my friend turned to me and said, I see why you like this. (laughs) That was her response. Yep, was I not, can understand why you like why, why why you love this movie. That's not necessarily
1: a compliment. <laughs> that's not a compliment.
0: Backhanded one, girl. Yes. It was very much being like, yeah, uh-huh. and okay. that's just that. I didn't care. I don't care. That's yeah. that movie where I'm like, I unabashedly say, Grease Two is my all time favorite movie. Okay. No yeah. qualms about it. Nothing. Top five movies. Number one, Grease Two. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Always. Always. No, Nothing, it, nothing's no, taking that rain from it.
1: Is it? Is it the terrible music? Is it the characters? It's, what is it's
0: it? It's the terrible music. Uh-huh. Stephanie's, Michelle Pfeiffer uh-huh. is a goddess to me. Uh, Maxwell Coffin is just like uh, drool-worthy. Uh-huh. Drool-worthy. Um, it's a stupid story, but you just like... It's just like, oh, it just makes you all warm and fuzzy. It's just so good. It's bad. It's yeah. so bad. It's good. It's so good. Those. It's bad. Ugh. It's that type of thing where it's like, yeah, it's like sitting there being like, honestly, I'm pulling up my phone, kids. My, my wallpaper on my phone, if I can ever get my freaking passcode to actually work on the first try, is a shot from Grease too. <gasps> okay. Look at how hot he is. Look at how hot he is. Damn. That is like a
1: gold. Is that gold? It's supposed is that to be sl- like a gold tracksuit.
0: It's supposed to be silver in okay. the in the way it looks and in, in the in the show in the mm. movie. It will... I keep, why do I keep it talking like it's a television show? It's a television show. Um,
1: I'm waiting for the. In the
0: well, there is going to be a show on Fuck. on I think HBO called Grease Ride Out High i don't need this i don't need it either i'm happy with where it is unless one of the (laughs) characters last name is zanoni i don't care okay um but yes so he's my wallpaper okay and i constantly refer to things having been wanting a cool rider which is michelle Pfeiffer's big song okay yes
1: okay and how so is is that your favorite song on the album
0: or in the movie i think in the movie it's it would go cool rider followed by a girl for all seasons Okay which is so freaking cheesy. I love it. How does that <laughs> one go? Um it's very much broken up into, you know, a season. Uh-huh. And it's like where it talks about I'll be yours in summer where the snow is or no, I'll be your that's winter. I'll be I'll do winter. I'll be yours in winter with the snow on the ground. I'll warm you through December and I'll always be around. Like it's all these things So each versus like thing in the fall you'll fall for me. <laughs> and then it goes, oh, ah, <gasps> Oh my god, my voice is so cracked, but it goes them they're doing octaves of, oh, 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 oh. and then, I'll be your girl for all and they're on fucking their tippy toes like doing it ballet style as yes. everything. Ah, yes. oh, such a great. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and then like there I think the one song i can't stand in the movie is called let's do it for our country Ew. and it's it's, it's there it's about pretty much this guy trying to get his girlfriend to have sex with him and the whole oh, the no. whole lore is the bombs are bombing away let's do it for America oh
1: my god i hate it so much <laughs> yeah let's do it for our country the red white and the blue
0: yeah it's it's the worst song It's oh my the worst song um but yeah it's the rest of it's just so yes aside from that song but then you have who's that guy it's like who's that guy where did he come from and all the lines are like it's very cheesy uh, it's not like it's i'm not i don't know if i'm selling this or not if you're like i cannot wait to see this or what you're but so excited is, right now and I, 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 and love like, I, I love it i love it it's such a great movie <laughs> that's the thing it's like when you like a movie so much yeah. you're excited to talk to someone about it yeah. that's the whole point whereas because if you're kind of like eh, about it yeah, We're what's the point? Yeah. The whole point is to try to make you be excited to watch it yes. and sit through an hour and a half of utter terribleness. Yes. But the end goal is going to be, I actually like that movie. Or, I can see why you like that movie. <laughs> Get that text from you. Yeah. I can yeah. see why you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but I'm not yeah. alone. I'm not okay. alone in my love for it. It's fine. It's fine. Now,
1: uh, okay, so so you usually watched it like like solo, like by yourself, On that VHS tape. Oh yeah,
0: like I'd be laying on my couch watching it. Well, my mom would watch it. My mom really did like musicals, so she Mm -hmm. watched a lot of the Hollywood musicals of like you know the Cabaret, uh, A Chorus Line. um, What I haven't seen either of those. They're they're good. They're good ones. Good ones. Cabarets. As a
1: theater major. That is blasphemy. <laughs> it was it was regular theater, not musical theater. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yes. But musical theater, yes, blasphemy. Yeah. Um. But no, my mom used to watch a lot of those like kind of things. So I think it was just like I would sit and watch, okay. and then over time, just be like, this is what I like. Mm-hmm. And it literally was. If I wasn't sitting there watching horror movies, I was watching *Greece* too. So mm-hmm. it was like, very much looking at me, going like, that's a weird, kid, mom, weird kid. When was the last time you watched it? Um. It was last year, okay. Alamo Drafthouse did a screening of it as part of their Champagne Cinema. Okay. And I was like... You were there. Tickets bought, sold. Yeah. And they gave a little, little party packs. They had like um, cocktail specials. They had like The Cool Rider and something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got a little like... What did we get? We had, I think, candy cigarettes. Um a condom because there's an entire musical number called reproduction in this movie, in this in this no. in, in this thing i'm sorry that what? takes place in bio, in their biology class oh no called reproduction reproduction put your pollen tube to work reproduction <laughs> hazel's just... face is he's just aghast I, I was like, "How could I forget it? reproduction? Uh, how
1: did how did it take how did it take this entire episode to get to reproduction?
0: <laughs> reproduction." And they think, "Where does the pollen grow?" Uh, and they gave out condoms with a little sticker that says, "Where the pollen grows." Oh my god! <laughs> and then we had like pink bandana, like pink yeah. uh, bandanas, which I wear every so often. I don't think I, I don't own the movie anymore, just because that was one of the ones I sold. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was every, every time it comes on, like yeah. Netflix, if it pops back up on Netflix, I'll have a day where I'm like. I'm just gonna watch this. Mm-hmm. Sit there, just watch it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So like, there hasn't really been like a gap of time where you were like, you didn't watch it, and then you went back and you were like, oh, this this is worse than I remember. Even no, no.
0: There there are movies from my childhood though I'm like, oh, finally get a chance to like rewatch. one, like, I haven't yeah. seen this forever. And other and sometimes you'll watch it being like, well, I know why child me like this. It taught me uh-huh. not Choices. so much. Uh-huh. Or are the are the opposite being like. Oh, child me didn't realize this is the shit he was going to be into. And it just was just hidden. It was just at too young of an age for mm-hmm. like, you weren't quite there yet, but this is going to be something you're going to go back to. Mm-hmm. It's like the Adams family watching it as a t- like 10 year old. I was like, Ugh. now I'm just like, this is your gym. I was like, if only 10 year old me was a little bit cooler. <laughs> it's a pity. It's a pity. It's a pity. P- it's oh. a pity. Loving Grease too, I think is why I enjoy cult so much. And I enjoy camp so much. Mm. I enjoy the stuff that's so bad. It's amazing. Mm. I love the movie Showgirls, which is terrible. it's terrible. I seen it's that. terrible. I don't think you're gonna like it, but like that ev- like that that
1: movie poster is iconic.
0: It's an iconic movie poster. The whole thing about Elizabeth Berkeley, um taking on that mm-hmm. after saved by the bell was like was huge. what was huge. It's the fact that the director of that movie, was making one movie and everyone else is like i think we're in a different movie but also it's like how i love rocky horror yeah um the films of which john i've waters. seen i have seen that yay but you've know, never I've seen, seen the sequel of rocky horror yeah the unknown sequel not There's really a sequel, sequel. well they, they label it as not really a sequel but okay. an equal it's called shock treatment <gasps> i know of it i haven't seen it it's amazing it's okay. so freaking good okay um but it's all and then you have yeah. the films of john waters yeah that's I think Which you I've kind of, of, and I think I think that's also why I go see a movie and I don't walk out of a theater going I freaking hated that. I walk out always being like, it was fine. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Overall, it wasn't like the greatest story, but I'm like, but they're well acted here, or that actor really gave it our all. I'm like, I'm like, or I'll be like, it was a good. St-. I'm like, or it was a greatly shot film with a bad script. You know, I could yeah. appreciate. I'm like, I, I think feel like I go you've in
1: never like hated a movie. I've like like I've never talked to you like like after a movie and you've been like I hated
0: it. I think it's I think it's just kind of appreciate everything. Mm-hmm. There are stuff there. I'm like, that's not my cup of tea, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I okay. really go in I tried. I'll have lowered expectations, I think, is what I try to do. Okay. so that way if it is better than I thought it was, I can be like, Oh well I'm very surprised. That's I great. wasn't expecting this. Yes. So yes. Um
1: so would you say that Grease 2 is like one of your first cult films that you fell in love with or or, or was the one before that
0: i no because i was i saw greece 2 so young that i wouldn't have even known right there was there's stuff from my childhood that i think has become cult movies as time grown on right but you didn't really
1: understand what camp was and that, that no all i was was out. like yeah, it's like, people
0: on right. bikes singing and dancing in in there's an entire song set in a bowling alley called let's bolt it let's score tonight oh no! The, not realizing what double entendres were at a <laughs> young age but me being every time i go into bowling alley I yeah. grab, i'm like let's go oh, oh, tonight Mm-mm. gonna score oh, oh, tonight i literally would do that every time i go to a bowling alley um and no one told you what no. it really meant no, I didn't know what that. Was. I was a young child. I yes. didn't know. I didn't know what that double a double entendre innocent, was. Young innocent child. Uh, I was a young innocent child of the early eighties. <laughs> Parents didn't talk to you about this stuff. No. Um, but I would no. I would say that that was like for me kind of the gateway to cult films because mm-hmm. there's stuff that you love as a kid. Yeah. That then when you, you talk to as an adult, you're like going like, oh, that's a cult movie. Now, did not realize that. Like Return yeah. to Oz, kind of a cult movie. Haven't seen it. We are doing Return to Oz next. We're we're getting Disney Plus so we can watch Return to Oz only. My ears. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I forgot. You're hearing what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, We're going to get Disney Plus so we can watch Just Return to Oz. <laughs> okay,
1: so I'm going to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Is there anything I should be warned of or... be be braced for or excited for
0: no um i think you're going in because on my recommendation you're just like okay i'm excited to see why you like it yes but you could also end being like well precious (laughs) that was rough but also i think it's because i think it's like i feel more gay people like it Mm -hmm. than straight people and I think, but there's also the ones who really don't like it because mm-hmm. they I, either I think it's like if you love, but there's a few people I've noticed is they love the movie Grease a lot. And since Grease 2 is so different, they're like, mm, nope, no, nope, okay. And it could just be like, mm, didn't need that sequel in my life, right? And that's why they probably don't like it, right? Um, but I think, yeah, I think that's just like, okay, that could be, a okay. I don't know, I'm I don't excited. Know. It's, it's, it's fun, yes, it's, it's fun little. Little ditty of a movie. It's Ugh. campy. It's can't be. over the top. It's yes. mm-hmm. so many good lines. All Ugh. right.
1: Okay. I'm going to go watch this movie. Yay. I'm excited. Thank you for teaching me something today. Well, I teach you things every day. <sighs> you that's, do. That's why I'm in
0: your life. Thank <sighs> you
1: so much.
0: <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye. It's a new year. We have a brand new crop of drag hopefuls entering the queendom, so why not have a brand new podcast to dish about it? Listen, I know what you're thinking. Does the world need another podcast devoted to the cultural phenomenon known as RuPaul's Drag Race? Um, yes. Yes, it does. Join me and my extra special guests each week for kiki amongst friends as we rant and rave over the gayest show Earth. I'm your host, Precious Envy, and this is The Work. Dragcast. Click subscribe to never miss an episode. Follow the cast on Insta at Work Room Dragcast, spelled W-E-R-Q-R-O-O-M-D-R-A-G-C-A-S-T. And over on the tweets, Work Room Drag.
1: Okay, Precious. I I think I came down on the Lovett side of this. I don't know. Um, All right, we'll just get into it. Michelle Pfeiffer, first off, owned that screen from the moment she entered. And even though he's a bit too clean cut for my usual taste, Michael was a dreamboat from the start all the way to his bad boy look. I was was just here for it the whole time. Um, The whole movie is such a dated view of high school which is definitely part of its retrospective charm is it good not really but i don't expect that from a cult movie uh is it sexist as fuck sometimes <laughs> Yup. uh do i wish these parts weren't in there hell yeah um but let's let's take a look at the good the bad And the horny, and then we can decide where I land from there. Um, All right, the good stuff. Right off the bat, for the good stuff, are the one off lines throughout that are just little like nuggets of gold that you totally miss if you're not paying attention. There's lines like, There's gotta be more to life than making out. I never thought of it like that. Or, uh, The most important thing in my life is skincare. Or, of course, Precious's favorite, We're gonna die and I'm wearing my mother's underwear. Just great little tidbits throughout. Uh, The best scenes all took place in the bowling heli. Uh, The score tonight song is brilliant, especially because there's a group of nuns bowling, and they totally take part in the musical number, and there's never an explanation or justification for that choice, and I ate it up with a spoon. The bowling alley is also where we get the best moments of Michael disguised as a cool rider on a motorcycle, jumping over a cop car with apparently no ramp, um, which I just had to watch a couple of times over um it's also where you get the first kiss between michael and stephanie oh and 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 it's also where all the best moments with uh the younger sister character dolores happens i adore her and i wish she had a bigger part in that film she was just such a joy and everything at the bowling alley was always campy goodness. If you watch nothing else in this movie, just watch the bowling alley scenes. For the bad stuff, there's just so much predatory sexism played off as boys will be boys, which is, you know, very common at the time. Um, It's just a little exhausting to watch it And here we are 40 years later, just sit there like, oh wow, yeah, yeah, we're still dealing with that mindset that you had and we're still trying to break that. Um, So thanks. There were two scenes in particular that were the worst culprits of this. And in both of them, I just found myself pulling out my phone and scrolling through Instagram, waiting for the scenes to be over. Uh, One was the health class scene with the reproduction song. And the second was the bunker scene where a T-Bird literally fakes a nuclear attack to try and get a girl to sleep with him. Not going to go into them in detail, just know that they're both musical numbers that are portrayed as light-hearted, funny, boys-will-be-boys boys scenarios, and I could not wait for them to be over. Let's move on to the Less problematic horny, I guess. Uh, good God, they are all so horny all the time. Was high school really that horny for people? Like, was I that horny in high school or and I just blocked it out? Or was I just really oblivious to it all? Like, it's obviously exaggerated for comedic value, but good God, the school was constantly in a state of aroused chaos it, it seemed like the teachers were just barely keeping the whole place from going up in flames while simultaneously being just as horny as the kids so do i love it do i hate it i'll just leave it at i love it as much as one can love a problematic period piece and honestly, if handled right, I would not mind a third Grease film. Uh, it would have to be one of the two following scenarios. I either want a Blanche and Miss McGee. They're like the principal-vice-principal duo. I want a variation of Grease 2 kind of thing, like uh, like Twilight did with Midnight Sun, where it's the same story from another point of view. And I would just love more Blanche, Miss McGee, hijinks, and running commentary throughout the whole thing. Uh, Those two are gems. The other Grease 3 scenario that I would not be mad about would be uh, a Dolores and Michael like buddy road trip adventure. That's it, I don't care what the context, but those two on a road trip, I'd watch it, I'd back it on Kickstarter, want it to happen. Is it sad that those are the biggest takeaways that I have from this? Um, Anyway, thank you, Precious, for educating me. On this very entertaining cult film if you're listening and you want to join the conversation and further my grease to education there will be a discussion thread on twitter i absolutely love hearing about everyone's nostalgic memories of these topics Uh, you can find me there at the hazel tart i've dropped a link in the show notes and precious envy will be there too so definitely come say hi uh special thanks as always to anna bosnick who created the music that you're hearing right now also, please rate and review this show on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And with that, I will see you all next week when I learn about Radiohead on The Re-Education of Hazel Tarts.